Good evening, Dan. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks. How are you? All right. So I know it's uh, it's been a while. We're just trying to get the schedule right. And then uh, we just completed the Austrian Open final. So I know we've been trying to uh, uh, talk about that. So uh, let's uh, dive right into it. And then good prediction by you, Dan, Dan uh, you know, in picking center. Uh, I think um, to beat Djokovic, which is very surprising. But uh, let's dive right into the uh, this one, this was an epic match. Sinner came back to uh, defeat Medvedev uh, in five sets, down two sets, and then came back to win. So uh, let's, uh, uh, I want to hear your thoughts on after you were able to catch up with the match, uh, hear your thoughts on what you thought was uh, critical in Sinner winning the match. Yeah, so um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch the first the match live just through the, you know, the, the time difference, three thirty AM start time. And, uh, um, so I was able to kind of catch up last night a little bit after the, uh, foot, after the two championship football games, I was able to watch the last couple sets. So, uh, kind of put it on where uh center after he was in the fourth set, I wanted to kind of see what he did the last few sets to kind of, uh, uh, you know, come back and, uh, and then help catapult him to the, to his first, uh, major. And, um, you know, I, based, based on what the analysts were talking about, um, during the commentary, they kind of said that Medvedev in the first few sets was much more on the offensive. You know, he, t- he took it to him a little more uh, aggressive. Um, and I don't, in the last couple sets when Sinner, you know, came from behind from two sets down, um, Sinner was the one controlling the points, being the aggressor. Um, you know, Medvedev was just content rallying um, with Sinner, which I kind of said in our preview a couple days ago was probably not going to be enough um i said a couple years ago when sinner was first coming up on the scene you know he wasn't the kind of player who would hang in a rally you'd hit maybe you know five six shots back and forth lose his patience and go for a winner and be uh, you know be a little too uh um overly aggressive and hit some errant erratic shots and he's changed now he can still hit those you know aggressive great winners but he's content hanging in a 20 ball rally now. And so that's what he kind of did in the last couple sets. He was just a, you know, him and joke of uh, him, sorry, him and Medvedev backboard back and forth, back and forth until he kind of got a short ball on opening. And then he would kind of attack, whether it was a cross court forehand or a down the line forehand or a down the line backhand, he just kind of waited for his moment and then seized it. And uh, Medvedev just kind of uh, ran out of steam a little bit, you know, I mean, he was still some amazing points down the stretch that I was just amazed at the quality of tennis, the whole match really, to be honest. But, um, but Sinner just kind of warmed down those last few sets and uh, um, kind of did what I thought he would do. I, I didn't think that would, uh, uh, he would follow that down two sets to love. I did not see that coming, but, uh, um, but I'm not surprised that he, you know, got his first major um, yesterday. Yeah. I, I think for me, I think I, I was able to uh, catch at least from the second set. Uh, I think I, uh, I know it was early in the morning, like you said, <laughs> Um, but I was able to catch from 4-1 where Medvedev was up in the second set. So the, the, for me, the critical, um, I would say the portion of the, where it changed was not in the third or fourth, fourth set. I think it, it actually changed the second set, in my opinion. I'll tell mm-hmm. you why. Uh, he was, Medvedev was up 5-1. Uh, he was coasting, but... Sinner actually managed to win back-to-back games there. And he definitely got the momentum going um, during the second set. 
And in the third set, it was, you know, for most part, it was, you know, they were both holding serves and uh, it, it went back to like what we were talking about when we played against Djokovic, he was unbreakable. Uh, and, you know, at four all in the, in the uh, third set, you know, he held and then he broke him. You know, again, in the same thing in the, in, in the fourth set, you know, it was like four all going back and forth. Uh, you know, Sinner, you know, took the 5-4, uh, then got the add on Medvedev's serve, and then just, you know, unleashed a big forehand on Medvedev's forehand, and then, you know, Medvedev put it out. So, again, it came down to one or two points, you know, and that's what that's what was needed. And then once it got to the – once it got to, uh, you know, like – you mentioned Medvedev. Actually, one thing I did hear, you know, both McIndro mm -hmm. uh, brothers talk about was the amount of time, um, you know, he spent. Um, Medvedev spent on the court. He spent. Uh, I mean, if he had won it, he probably would have spent the longest. Yeah. Uh, as more than any other player would have spent. Um, and I think that that's where I think that the tide turned. And then I think um, the other big. Uh, Thing in the in the fifth set uh, was that and, uh, it was three two center and then center broke him for a four two lead and that's that I mean he was very aggressive and that's where you know I, I started in the second set but like I said no one one saw it coming I didn't see it coming even though yeah. two two games I didn't see that coming so. Yeah, and then I'll give all the credit in the world. I was curious to see, you know, the hardest thing is when you're a, uh, whether you're a veteran like Djokovic or whether you're up up and comer like uh, Sinner. The hardest thing is to close out that match. And at five three, it was he was serving at five three, I think, to close it out. Is that correct? Yeah. Five three. Yeah. He, um, I think he got off to a love thirty start in that game, though. I'm like, uh oh, here it goes. He's gonna get broken. He's <laughs> feeling the nerves, and he hit some really loose shots, I think, two in a row in that game when he was trying to serve it out. He had a weak little backhand that he got in front of, and then a forehand that I think he overhit. Um, and uh, you know, you could just feel yourself. You know, as we're tennis players, we know how that feeling is when you tighten up trying to close out a match. It's a lot easier sometimes to play from behind than from ahead, especially when you're trying to close out your first major. And uh, but then he got it together. Uh, got a few good serves in there, and then that last point was brilliant. He just kind of hung in a rally, got waited for the forehand, pounced on it, and it was a clean winner. I think cross court to end the match. It was beautiful. Yeah, you you made a point about like you know what Sinner's uh, thing was about you know in in the previous years where he would he would not you know he would hit like five or six shots. A lot of the shots that he won, like you know, there were like a twenty-seven point rally, twenty-seven you know ball rally. There was a thirty-six ball rally he won all those things which clearly tells you how uh this kid has matured yep and um you know i mean it's it's, it's incredible to see uh you know you had alcrest winning the wimbledon young 20 year old you have sinner winning the 22 it almost seems that you know it went from the big three to me and then it almost skipped a little generation with like the Sitsi passes and Zwerevs and themes and all those guys and jumped straight to the new guys with the Alcraz and Sinner. Um, I was telling a friend of mine saying it went from a big three to a big two and the goat. Uh, so I think, I think Joker, which is not done in my mind. I mean, he's still the favorite to win the Wimbledon. I think uh, let's see what happens in the, in the uh, French open, but 
you know, we have a big grip break between now, but I think all kudos to Sinner for, you know, I think he had one four setter and one five setter. That's about it. And all yep. his matches were straight set victories. So, you know, it was, I would call it solid performance all around. Yeah. And just, I saw an interesting stat today about Medvedev. I think he's the only player ever to be up in a grand slam, two grand slam finals, two sets to love and lose them both. Once to Rafa a couple of years ago. Right. And then yep. um, yesterday, obviously to, uh, um, to uh center so yeah just yep. an interesting stat i mean it's you know uh, uh you know not not a great stat to have but still yeah he, he got to the final medvedev as a top five player he's you know he's, he's on top of his game right now but it just shows you what it takes to you know win a title it's not it's not easy yeah um, and i think uh, we were talking about it right the player gets the confidence i think sinner was always on the you know he, he won some atp tournaments but winning this um austrian open will give him a lot of confidence um the only yep. thing I will always wonder is that whether it's Alcraz or even uh, Sinner, the mental toughness that you need, like a Djokovic or any of those big, the two other big two, big three, like Rafa and Federer, to continue keep going. Um, you know that. I mean, when I when I look at the number of players who won in the recent years, you know, who have won multiple majors, I, I'm talking about four or five. There are not many people you can name. Uh, I mean, I think Wawrinka won four, I believe. Mm-hmm, but other mm-hmm. than that, other than the big three, you don't see players. So the good thing is, like, you have Alcaraz with two. If Sinner gets the second one, I think then 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 we can say game on. I mean, I think oh, yeah. this is a big notice to other young players like Rude and Rune that these two guys are here to stay, and it's going to be a tough to, to get through uh, any tournament with, with these two guys there. Yeah, and these and this also, I think, is gonna just you know, it's just gonna spur on Djokovic, like you said, that much more. He's he doesn't like losing. I mean, he's got twenty four of them, but he believe me, he's hungry for twenty five and twenty six and twenty seven. I'm sure. So he, uh, you know, he when he lost uh, Carlos uh, at um, the Wimbledon last year, he just fired him up at the U.S. Open. He didn't get a chance to get revenge against Carlos, but he, uh, but he won the, you know, he won the U.S. Open overall, as we saw. And I think this is just going to, you know, drive him that much further to, uh, you know, want to get another title or two at a major this year. So yeah, we'll see how we'll see what happens at the French and then uh, at Wimbledon. All right, thank you, Dan. Thanks. Uh, I know we we waited uh, because I think we want to make sure that we both got a chance to. Uh, you know, review the match before we can comment on it. I mean, watching it live was incredible. <laughs> you know, it was worth it, I think, uh, you know, losing some sleep there. But um, yeah. well done, Sinner. Well, that's correct. All right. Well, have a great All day. Right. We'll talk soon. All right. We'll see you tomorrow, Tennis. Thank you. All right. Bye.